0: When I got to know him, uh, it was still under construction, it was not completely ready. On the inauguration day, in the morning, is when my you know car comes there and then I see this huge beautiful thing. And the first thing I tell him is, we've created another Taj Mahal. How much did it cost to set up this complete home? The biggest cost, without a doubt, would be the land. We are talking around 20,000 square feet here, 25,000 square feet, okay? Maybe around two and a half crores or something, if I recall right. That was the land. land cost. Okay. okay. And the building cost is probably around uh, two thirds of that. Understood. Okay. So, all in all, we can say approximately 3.3 odd crores or something. Yeah, you could say that. But that was around, I'm, I'm talking around seven years ago, right? What would be the current value of this, this building? I think maybe around 20 CR. Okay. Is, we, we are talking about six to seven X. See, most people look upon architecture as a frill, as an expense. Okay. On the other hand, if it is well, a building is well designed, it can actually enhance the value of the property. Okay. It can actually be an asset, an investment. In the recent past, I've also started uh, acquiring uh, Rolex watches. Okay. It's a very, very different asset class which we have come across. We've mm. talked to so many people, mm. but uh, probably this is the first time we've heard there's someone um, sort of invest in watches. Yes. Uh, you know. Exactly. That too, again, I, I'm not a, any, any in every watch. Okay. Uh, maybe a handful of, two or maybe two or three brands of so Patek Philippe or... Uh, or yeah. For example, the uh, uh, Daytona which I bought, it's a Rolex Daytona. It's one of the most desired Rolexes. Which I bought yesterday. The guy who, who had sold it to me, he bought it in 2022 or something for just 10 lakhs here, last year. Okay. And I bought it for 20 years this year. By the by the way, this this has a graph. In twenty twenty, for example, the Daytona had gone up to forty lakhs. Okay, I'm talking. I'm talking the second and use pre-owned wise. it's a peculiar thing where the pre-owned market rates are much more than the new rates. Okay, but there are Daytona's depending on the model, which have even in auction gone for over a crore. Not that my my model mine is a comparatively comparatively plain vanilla model. Okay. But even that, I'd rather the plain one is more liquid. There's it's always a trade-off, right? Anything finance is always a trade-off, right? Okay. It's more liquid, so which means I'd be easily able to dispose it off. But is it that liquid that if tomorrow you need money, would you be able to liquidate it? Not like a stock, but something like easier than real estate certainly. I was born and brought up abroad, but I came to India to study at IIT. When I started working with somebody, I was getting, well, in less than five figures. After, after doing it for a couple of years, I realized, boss, if I continue like this for another few years, I will become an old uncle before I know it. You know, unknown, for So I decided to quit. I had no projects, I had no money, and I had no idea what I'm going to do next. But so as to get some kind of stability in my life, I took up a job as a part-time teacher. Ironically, teachers not themselves paid very well, but I was still getting more as a part-time teacher than I was getting as a full-time architect. So I felt like a prince, man, not bad. I mean, I'm working only part-time, I'm getting more than what I was getting as full-time. And I loved it. I did that for the next one year. Then my mother, as part of my inheritance, she gave me 2 lakh rupees. 20 years ago, 2 lakh rupees, still some amount of money. It's equal to maybe like 10, 12 lakhs today. So with that 2 lakhs, I went to a builder, who today is a very big builder. That time he was not. Okay. Today he's called Embassy. With the money I had, he allowed me to buy a small unit. Okay. 350 square feet. That time, three or four of my students who had studied under me in the other institution walked in. They said, sir, uh, why don't you start your own institution? We will get your students. I said, where? They said, here. Why don't you get some more tables and chairs and maybe a drawing board or so, whatever. And we will get your students. More like out of a sense of obligation towards my students, I actually started. So first year, I started with 13 students. But it was a fantastic experience. And and the thrills of being an entrepreneur was was something else. How many students do you teach in a year as of now? 1,500 something. So for years, I used to drive a kinetic Honda for Christmas. I thought I, I think uh, we should. I should get a car. The Merc was like the, what do you call, what do you call it? The go-to among all luxury brands. And the is already three years old. I'm a terrible driver, so it is already beat up like crazy. So I, try, I drive the bike, a scooter. Took Sundara Motors. Sundara Motors is a dealer for uh, Mercedes-Benz in Bangalore. And I drive out with a Mercedes. And I love the Cantaconda there. How much have you grown from then to now in terms of number of times? Maybe 100, maybe, 200, 2000? Yeah, probably 1000x. 1000x. And this is a journey of how many years? We can say, like, to be on the safer side, 20 odd years or so. 20%. Okay. Now, what we want to make our viewers aware of is how you have so far been managing your finances. When I started off, the money that I would earn, I would invest in stocks. But let me tell you frankly. Th- that is something just not my thing. My interest in stocks generally started with my dad. Okay. When he passed away, the primary asset class that he had invested in was stocks. Okay. And we had the stocks of what is called Tata Motors. Now at that time it was called Telco and Disco. That is, now it's called Tata Steel e- and things like that. Reliance and so on and so forth. But for me, those days at least seemed to be like Reliance, Tatas are very stodgy. Two safe investments. Okay. So I would buy and I would sell, I would sell, I would buy. If I made profit, most of it would go on capital gains. Okay. okay. If I made losses, well, I would have some of it with the gains. So finally, out of net, I made hardly anything much. So then what I started is, is investing in real estate and bonds. Okay. Bonds g- gave you, uh, let's say, a stability. And that showed us real estate one thing. And one good thing about at least the real estate part was that I would not have look at the Economic Times or Money Control every day to find out where what, what the value is. Value is. Yeah. So that is what gives you peace of mind. That is a big deal, right? Okay. And and because it's not so liquid, you don't liquidate it also. Correct. On the real estate side, do you do you buy? Uh, land more or do you invest in commercial properties or residential properties? The only real asset class in, in real estate that actually appreciates well, if you choose wisely, it is land. But lands are a peculiar the asset class, you, know, you must understand this. You could buy today, but next five years nothing could happen. It, it could just mean nothing is going to happen. If that happened in stocks, you have stole the stock next year itself. Great. Next day probably, but in land you don't mind. Because lands happen and these cycles happen cycles and these cycles happen sharp spikes, right? When it booms, it booms big, then it plateaus for a little while and then there may be some cases as a short correction. So how much of your total portfolio as a percentage would be real estate, uh, watches and bonds? If you look at the amount of money I put in all altogether, I probably would have put 50% in shares, 30, 30% in real estate, okay. and 20% in all other asset classes, which means bonds and uh, watches and other things. But the 50% shares didn't work out at all. Okay. The 30% which I put in real estate is one which God willing, which I want, maybe, I want to sell. Will okay. help me. Okay. Now recently I have started re-reinvesting uh, shares, but the shares I'm buying are Tesla, Apple, Nvidia, Google. And uh, Microsoft. Okay. And uh, two or three Indian stocks also. So uh, I'm, I'm hitching my wagon on that. The reason being very simple. Because rupee depreciates every year against the, do- the dollar. Yeah. So even if you do nothing, even if I just keep dollars, you end up making money. You end up making money. 7% nearly risk free. So is it correct to say that approximately 70% of your current portfolio is real estate? Yes, fair. Yeah, In terms, in terms, not in terms of. Uh, no, money no, I value. put in, yeah. What no, is oh, the value? Net value today, right, exactly. Not the amount of money. I put is in. real estate? Yes. 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 No, 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 no. yes, yes. Okay, perfect. See, beyond your daily expense, but I say daily expense, I don't mean just food and drink only. Mm-hmm. Daily expense can mean even buying a car. I mean, let's suppose. Let's okay. right. All the financial investments are securities. And God willing, you'll never need to use it. But like in the olden days, you would buy gold. But you rarely sell gold unless you have to. And you know, it's only when you have a strong foundation that you can actually venture out and do other things. When you think of security in the long term, what comes to anyone's mind is once you're secure, once you have good enough money or assets to take care of yourself and your family, you can retire. So how much of all of this which you've done, you've kept that retirement planning at the back of your head? Do I plan to retire? No. Okay. I want to die with the boots on when I'm 110 okay. Still doing great stuff The way I see it, I'm just starting, I swear My wife and I, have travelled world, the world I have been on expeditions to Antarctica okay. I've been on safaris to Africa I was there for the Qatar World Cup final when Messi and Argentina yeah, you know, won that World Cup I was fashion designer to Miss India, Femina Miss India in 2018 I also do artwork which I have exhibited at Miami Art Basel, Miami, at Victoria and Albert Museum, at Alliance France. Okay, so I do that too. Okay. The thing which I which which I don't speak much about is one where I have at the least recognition, but it's probably the thing I spend most amount of time and passion on. It's on my writing. Okay. I've written some fourteen books, fiction and nonfiction. One, one, four, yes. Okay. So a lot of things. And that is happening while at the same time, the investments in real estate is happening. The same time, uh, the college is running. The same time, I do architecture. All these things happening simultaneously. Like everything on a bucket list is already done. So unlike others who end up doing everything to retire, you are doing everything so that you do not retire. Yeah, precisely. The mistake a lot of people make is that they want all these streams to be money making streams. That's a much mistake. There are something you must do for your soul. Something do for your wallet, something do for your heart. Everything can't be doing it only for one thing in life only, right?